Good evening, Caroline. Good evening, Erika. How have you been? Wait, are we doing it for Jackson? I, I, just, <laughs> I just went with what I felt okay. was the proper greeting for you oh, on this Friday. Cool, oh my gosh. <laughs> wow, that is like très impressive. I don't know if oh. that's how you say it, but... Um, I did take some French in college, so that is my authority on the issue. Did not uh, live in Senegal, though. But. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I did. And I Welcome to our listeners. Um, this is Folding Chair Podcast. Folding Chair Podcast. Yeah. So we we I think this is the first time we've. Uh, officially shared this name mm, right mm-hmm. our pilot episode we're still trying to figure things out our prior episode i think i said perennial millennials and it was like too bubblegum poppy yes. and that's really not who we are but no. i was trying to come up i was like oh we really have to like pick something that's gonna make us stand out from the crowd you gotta stand mm. out above the crowd even if you're gonna shout out loud tonight is the only thing you think gotta stand I mean, yes. Powerline, okay. come on. Okay. Listen, um, if you like a goofy movie, <laughs> hit me up. Disney Plus, please. Yeah, let's, Disney let's Plus. It, if you have Disney in. Plus, please give me your password. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I, I just bought your, it. I would love your I password. I can make that happen. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I just bought it like yesterday. Yeah, we're actually um, letting that time out because we didn't watch it enough to justify the payment. Mm-hmm. But if, but if you know... Trying to get that that hookup. Listen, I've given it with my roommate. I've given it to my sister. Mm-hmm. Come on in, let's do it. It's important. You know, I don't. I don't, that's the only streaming service that I purchased currently. Oh. So out of like equitable mm-hmm. resources, I was yeah. like, let me just go and share. We gotta share resources yeah. Yeah. and not hoard things such as toilet paper. Um, Fucking toilet paper. We are still living in the time of the Rona. Yes, we are. A.K.A. Coronavirus, A.K.A. COVID nineteen, A.K.A. Miss Rona, A.K.A. AKA Coronamosa, Coronisha, Coronisha, <laughs> um, A.K.A. Corona time, Corona uh. time, A.K.A. Mama my Corona. <laughs> <laughs> That's my uh, favorite. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Disrespectful. I spent some time yeah. thinking about this. They just don't know any better. I, oof. Yeah. You're um, in good company now. Thank you. So are you, Eric, socially quarantining or like social social distancing and quarantining? Because they're different things, right? Yes, they so, are. Yes, 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 yes. So what have you, are you, is your job, are you still going in? I saw your Insta story. You look like you were living your life, your best life. It was great. I took off today and yesterday oh, for okay. my own sanity. Oh my God, yeah, self-care. Self-care, absolutely. Self-quarantine, uh, self-care. Self- <laughs> self-care. Uh, so it was like really nice to just step back for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a really long month. And then on top of that, with everything that was going on and the constant shifting of the situation, it was just nice to just take a step away. And like breathe. And just breathe. It, yeah. You know? Um, and just give a little focus to me. Be mm-hmm. really, really lazy. Yeah. Um, just do what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Got to hang out with, I got to see my niece and nephews this today as well. Aww. Just checking, went over, checking on them. Uncle Eric! Yes. I love it. Yeah, so that was nice. I haven't seen them in weeks. 
Because <laughs> again, I've been so busy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just checking on them, they're seeing not how in they school are. Right now, right? So they're no. lo- they're loving this, huh? I guess. They're like, we don't <laughs> ever have to go back. They're just you know playing video games on their phones. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so did that. Um, yeah, I've just been really enjoying just some little peace of mind. Mm-hmm. I took a step in really quickly because I was on a, a virtual meeting with some oh. other advisors at some other universities mm. to just have discussions about what's going on on our campuses and yeah. how are we all working to support our students during this time. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, it was work, but I was really grateful to check in with these people who yeah. I've met um, and who are just working to make sure that um, we're still able to provide community and resources to our students. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really great to be able to do that yeah. as well. Yeah. That's really, really cool. How about you? Ooh, how about me? Yeah. Like we have been, um, so we've been social distancing. Yes. Um, the job that I have right now is such that if I don't work, I do not get paid. Yeah. So, um, but I actually feel like it's kind of at this point irresponsible for employers to require their employees to physically come into the office, especially when there is a possibility of being able to do your work from home. For on sure. Thursday, I actually had to turn in my work laptop, which killed me because I'm quote unquote non-essential staff. Wow. And um, they needed to redistribute it to people who were like quote unquote essential staff. And in my pre, I've worked for the state before. Yeah. Um, and in my previous experience working for the government, everyone had laptops, and it wasn't a question. Like it just—it was just like a protocol that everybody had. Like everyone mm-hmm. in this agency had laptops in the section that I worked at, so it was never a question or an issue. But in the um, agency that I'm with now, that's not the case, and things have just gotten so busy so quickly and so hectic so quickly, and it's been really ups- like it's been kind of upsetting for me because it's like all of this uncertainty mm-hmm. is really um, hard, and also like. Malia and I are in the middle of moving. Yeah. And Oof. I like time. I can't um like I'm just trying to like make sure that like the check clears and mm-hmm. that I'm able to get my hours and um at any point they could be like we're not gonna come back in. Um and I know that I was listening to um NPR <clears throat> the other day and um they were talking about how this could last way longer than any of us could have imagined and so i know we talked touched on it a little bit last week with last mm-hmm. week's episode but um it's, uh, it's a lot we're we're moving through yeah i um, have to but i i, I wasn't able to take any days off this week because i i honestly it's been it's been such an, and, and the thing is like i don't really get anxiety like I, I I do feel anxious sometimes, but I don't have necessarily like anxiety in the way that people you know who have diagnosed anxiety have it. Mm. But I've been feeling definitely a lot more anxious lately, and a lot more um, kind of um, a lot more just nervous yeah. and trying to ignore it, and so that makes it hard for me to get my job done. Like it's just because it's always like it's like an app that like is running in the background all the time mm. that like doesn't quite you can't shut it down. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Um, but yeah, I kind of actually want to make sure that we touch on um if we could like circle back to the um name of our podcast yes let's do that chair. absolutely <laughs> um, do you want to talk about like why we chose that name like the story behind it i will uh yield my time to you Ooh. as a, a black woman i think that this is your space 
to to step in. Reclaiming my time. Yes, my time. absolutely. Maxine absolutely. Waters. We love you, Auntie Maxine. Yes, we Auntie. Do, we do. Um, okay, so I've been a little bit stressed because I was like, what are we going to call this thing? we got to have a cool name. It's got to be um, distinct and encompass our personalities. And we had perennial millennials, honestly, as a placeholder because I was like, I don't, I don't know what the hell we're going to call ourselves. <laughs> Um, and I was trying to think, like, okay, like, who inspires me? And for me, it's, like, black women. <laughs> I mean, a lot of different people, but for me, I'm like, okay, what black women do mm-hmm. I love? Audre Lorde, um, Shirley Chisholm. Yeah. And I was thinking about her and her impact and her power and how she has this quote that talks about um, if they don't give you a seat at the table to bring a folding chair. And I was like, damn, you know, for you and I that sit at like many, like that sit at different intersectionalities, right? A lot of times there are not necessarily spaces that have places for us. So we have to kind of bring our folding chair and sit down and like be heard. Yeah. And I think for me, as someone who like was quiet for a long time, about things that I care about. Um, I really wanted to make sure that we had a space where we felt like we could pull up a chair and sit down and talk or where you know our listeners feel like they could pull up their folding chairs to spaces that maybe they don't feel has you know an avenue or an outlet for them so that that way you know everyone can know that like sometimes if there's a seat at the table you have to just bring your own. And, and be it. heard and, and be unbought and unbossed. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Unbothered. I Chism no for boss. president. <laughs> Always and Always forever. forever. Mm. Um, but yeah, Eric, do you have anything to kind of add on to that until kind of that, that vibe, that monster? Yeah, no, I love it so much. Like when you told <laughs> me, I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I, someone who really values like equity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I constantly think about like the idea of seats at the table and who uh, are who's allowed to be at a, you know have a seat at the table mm-hmm. and who isn't. Yeah. And so much about about that is me working to make sure that people have that space. Yeah. Because um, so much of what I believe about the world and about social change is everyone needs to be there mm-hmm. in order for us to get to a better place, right? Mm-hmm. And so when the moment you tell me that, I was just like, damn, yes, please. <laughs> And, and I'm also someone who loves, like, little connections and stuff. So, for me, I made it immediately then thought of Solange. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, like, her album seat at the table, mm-hmm. which is just... So healing. So healing. Uh, and so, I just think about, like, how can we make sure that this podcast is that space for, for people mm-hmm. who maybe feel like they don't know how to do that or learn to do that or who are doing it and just want to be... Uh, lift it up as they um, make that happen for themselves, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think so many of us have had those moments in in our lives where we either really felt like we didn't uh, have a seat at the table, Mm -hmm. and then at some point we realized, well, if you ain't going to give me one, I'm just going to take one, or I'm going to fucking bring one. And and it's about um, seeing people who... Who have their own seats and have kind of made their own way. Yeah. And um, I think that that can hopefully inspire others to do the same thing or to to, to, to utilize similar tactics in order to make sure that um, 
they are heard. I think there's so much power in discourse and power in being heard. And so that's why we have this podcast because we want to be heard and we want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really want to make this um, a place where people feel like they can be themselves and interact with us and kind of um, just be part of our beautiful <laughs> community. Yeah. I love <laughs> That's that. too cheesy. No, I love it. That's where we're at. Never. <laughs> love it. Um, so earlier we, you know, got on a bit of a tangent about COVID-19 and the situation that's going on with it right now. Mm-hmm. I would love to like circle back on it. Okay. Uh, so I know last week we talked about it a bit, mm-hmm. uh, and we also know that so much has still happened in the past week. Girl. So I would love to just touch on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some pieces that I would love to address around the constant evolving situation okay. around COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, predominantly the like xenophobic and racist elements around it. I, yeah. We right? Need to... It's just... I... Yeah, you go, and okay. then I will go. Beautiful. So, hopefully, as you all are taking in this content of oh, news... You have, like, pollen in your hair. Oh, thank you. Springtime Tallahassee. Of course. Everybody. <laughs> so, as you all um, have hopefully been hearing on the news and such, there... I think even for months, right? Like, we've, we've seen it, it happen mm-hmm. with the fact that uh, coronavirus and COVID-19, are, you know, kind of sprung up in China... And yeah. then the reactions of as it has been spread across mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. has been really problematic, really xenophobic and racist. Very. Um, you know, just people doing really awful things out there to people of Asian descent. Asian Americans and Asian, um, Asian people. Or just, yeah, around the world mm-hmm. of just like accosting them, spraying. Mm-hmm. I saw one thing where this young black man was spraying this older uh, Asian woman with uh, Lysol. Oh my god! Another one where there was a, a, a Asian older another Asian, older Asian woman on a train, I think in the UK, mm-hmm. and this woman from who's visiting them from South America was going in on her because she was wearing a mask, and she tried to explain to this woman the reason why she was wearing a mask is because she just gone through cancer. And had gone through chemotherapy, mm-hmm. and so she's been wearing a mask for months. Yeah, because when even you're, before this, because when you're at risk, you do have to take more precautions because your immune system is uh, compromised. Yeah. You know, uh, so I just see all these things happening, and then I, I see our president, who has repeatedly called it the the Chinese virus. Such trash, absolutely. And trash. I just get so pissed off because mm-hmm. here's this person. Who's supposed to be our leader, and I mean, he just fails over time and time again, right? Like that's he whatever. He's been probably one of the most disappointing public figures that we've had in a long time. Very long time. I mean, a long time. He makes Bush look like oh my gosh, I a competent him. person. I and, I, and I'm not saying that he was incompetent. He definitely had moments of incompetence. Oh, for sure. But I definitely feel like this current administration is just the if. If Obama had done like one sixty fourth of the things that <laughs> oh. our current administration gets away with, um, he would have been out of office in uh, a heartbeat. And it's one hundred percent like is part part of it is like a white nationalism. I call it that. It's a rea- It's a reactionary. It's this is a reactionary. Um, 
the, the current administration that we have was a reactionary vote because we had a black president for oh, eight years. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Hands down. And um, people get really sensitive and they get really kind of like, well, how could you say that? That's so crazy. But like, it's... But look. It's really, <laughs> it's really not. It's really and he's not. so apologetic about it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, and, and, and I think the, the worst part about it is, is that he knows what he's doing and he mm-hmm. knows um, that if he says something or that if he tweets something, it's going to become national news. And I think... And I actually will say, like, he has used that to his advantage so oh, much. absolutely. And I, and I wonder, like, at what point the responsibility falls on the media to, like, not kind of give in to that kind of, like, cyclone dumpster fire of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because um, he calls it, a vi- he attributes the virus to a country. Yes. To um, ethnicity. And, and then you've, you've got... Hi! Come here, baby boy! Is that a boy? Yeah. Such a cute cat. Sorry, I'm a cat lady. Um, One cat just rolled through for a moment, <laughs> but then he left. Um, and so, yeah, basically, um, I think he, he understands the power that his rhetoric has, and then the media takes it and kind of runs with it, and then you have these, like, sensationalized headlines. Yes. But the problem is, like, if every headline is a sensational headline, then no headlines are sensational yeah, headlines. And sure. so I think, especially as somebody who like is trying to remain informed, like as a member of the public, as a citizen, as somebody who like gives a shit about the country and wants us to do better and be better and kind of like strive towards all these really great aspirations really that we put in the constitution, it's yes. just really disappointing and super upsetting to kind of like see us like devolve into like kind of like this really weird political theater that like reminds me of like this is reality show yeah that's what he's been years cultivating mm-hmm. and he's just continued that that process and that that mindset in this yeah. role and i think that like we as a public have kind of bought into it in a way because i mean oh, for sure i think that like people like to be angry that's like a thing people like to be mad about something or like be enraged about something and um Unfortunately, I think uh, there's an issue with, like, taking that rage and channeling it long enough to get something done. I think mm-hmm. that has really been one of the main issues in, um, especially, like, um, marginalized communities or, um, like, when you have, like, a mass public support for something, it's hard to... Or public anger, right? Yeah. Public anger, or, or just like, sustain that. Sustain. How how do you sustain that anger? Channel it in something good, and then yeah. continue the fight. Yeah. Um, I think um, was it Audre Lorde who said like revolution is like not a one time event. Like mm-hmm. it's a constant, and 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 I think people get burned up, people get tired, yeah. and it's just it's 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 so hard. And I think for me, like one of the things that. One of the reasons <clears throat> why I am becoming so much more involved here in Tallahassee at a local level, I mean, obviously not right now because we have the social distancing and everything's been online, um, yes. but it's because like I know that I have more to give and so I am giving more and I never felt that kind of call to like, okay, like get out there and do what you actually can do um, until this administration. And so in a way, like, I don't know if I would be as politically yeah, that's true. active in the way that I am sure. now if it hadn't been for this administration and me wanting to see people who I actually feel like are 
worthy of the offices that they are holding to try to get them to where they where where I believe that they should be. Absolutely. So. Yeah. So I, gosh, it's just so much, right? And I mm-hmm. think um, bringing it back, I think with with the <laughs> current situation that's going on, even his response to it, right? Like, get. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't. He doesn't and give I will a fuck. tell you this. If he had waited another week or two, he would be done. I don't think so. I think he would I have. actually don't think so. I the... think people were getting really concerned mm-hmm. of his lack of action. And I think if he had continued down the path that he was going just last week, I think he would have been done. I think he realized that, like, oh shit, this is an election year. People will care how I react to this, so now I need to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what compelled him to do something, honestly. Because otherwise, I don't think he cares. Yeah. Like, he doesn't. Like, he's calling it the Chinese virus. I mean, he said he's... that he doesn't take any responsibility. Oh, he even doesn't, though... yeah. And actually, there was another story that came out, uh, I think it was, like, yesterday, about the, uh, some senators said it was some insider trading when they were yes, briefed on the, yes. um, when they were briefed, um, about the virus and about how it was, it was coming and, and they sold their stocks. And insider it's like, trading. we have people yeah. who were insider trading in the United States get away with it or hopefully they'll be um, held accountable but it's hard to know with these kinds of things and it's just really upsetting and really disappointing because there are plenty of people who could do the job and not have those issues Mm -hmm. Um, but I think when you're in positions of power it is hard to um, it, it can be it can be hard to like keep your morals and to keep your standards and especially if you're used to a life of privilege fine um, if you're used to a life of, of privilege then it doesn't even live in there yeah. Yeah. Mm. at the end of the day you know I just hope that we we continue to learn and grow from this, though, and mm-hmm. continue to um, adjust part of the course and do what is needed yeah. to protect not just ourselves, but mm-hmm. others. And I think that's a big part, right? Yeah. I think I always go back to it. It's not just about you. Mm-hmm. Yes, you should protect yourself. Mm-hmm. And you should protect yourself so that you can then protect others. Yes. So I'm hoping that, you know, we have the situation of the Spring Breakers. Who are going to the beaches and trying to party and do all the things. God. I hate, hate, like, Florida headlines that, like, first of all, Florida gets so many headlines where we're just content, consistently just being dragged just all the time. Yes. And so, I don't even know. I don't know. Because the thing about it is the Spring Breakers are not Floridians. No. They're from up north. And then they come down here and act a fool, and they go back to, like, Wisconsin or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Is that where they're from? I've never been to Wisconsin. I've never had like, What is there? But, who? I mean, exactly. Name, That's what they name come here a famous Florida. person from Wisconsin right now. Oh, gosh. Jim Carrey? No. Is Jim Carrey from Wisconsin? What? I don't remember. Didn't that show? His show? I don't know. What do you call people from Wisconsin? Are they Wisconsinites? Because <laughs> we're Floridians, right? I think they're Wisconsinites. Are they Wisconsinites? I think so. I do know some people from Wisconsin. I don't, like... Message them later now. If you know any famous people from Wisconsin, please know. tell us. Yeah, I have no clue. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> who was that? T.I. who said that? I don't know. Not T.I., mom. I mean, um, T-Pain. <laughs> Wisconsin. Did he say Wisconsin? What's up with that? I can't What's up? Oh, I can't believe it. Ooh, ooh, ooh she, she on me. On me. On me. I think she want me. me. 
want me to act can you love me now what was the line about was can he said was canson though right he, he oh said Wisconsin. Wow. <laughs> so if you're from Wisconsin, no, hit us up. Yeah. Okay. So I think the the last thing we want to talk about mm-hmm. is another pretty big piece of news mm-hmm. that has COVID come out related. around COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that is definitely more of an international, I think, perspective. But still, very much so. I feel like for us, it's like close to home because we did exchange programs, and I can't imagine um, being abruptly kind of like plucked from your site, right? Yeah, site, right? Your site, yeah. Um. So, the Peace Corps has decided to evacuate all volunteers. Yes. All of them. All posts around the world. As a result of the COVID-19 spreading and fears about, I guess, um, Peace Corps members getting coronavirus and not being able to come home or being, you know, in other countries and having, potentially contracting this, um, this virus. And so um, I actually, I don't know if you know anybody who's like an RPCV. Which is like a return I, yes, for volunteer. I do know lots. Um, but I know someone who is an RPCV, mm-hmm. and she um, was in Albania for her second go round, mm-hmm. and was barely there for like a month. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I I was in West Africa mm-hmm. for my service. I'm a return visa volunteer as well, mm-hmm. and uh, right as soon as I learned about it, it was actually in our our my cohorts group message um someone had posted the the letter from the director and uh, i mean immediately my heart broke right it's devastating it's so devastating and and that is really i think one of the biggest fears from for a lot of volunteers is being pulled out before your time like i know for me personally i was medevaced and medically i was medically evacuated Mm -hmm. and i was medically separated from the program Mm -hmm. six months before i was supposed to be done Ugh, um, that's hard. And so I know personally how difficult it is mm-hmm. to be pulled away from something that you were committed to, mm-hmm. seeing through, and like your host family that you've built these relationships with, mm-hmm. the friends that you built with, the friendship you built with the people in your community that you're working with and stuff. Like it's really hard um, to mm-hmm. to be pulled away, and, and especially in a lot of cases, not being able to say goodbye to them. I think that's the hardest yeah. thing. I think, um, yeah. I'm trying to think, like, so I, I did not do Peace Corps, but I did do another, like, international exchange program where I um, became pretty close with a lot of Peace Corps volunteers, and um, I know that, like, close of service and all that kind of stuff is such a big deal. It is. Such a big deal because you guys have been there for so long, and you guys are really integrated into the communities, and um, to have that moment cut short is so devastating and so upsetting and I think that like when I think about my time you know doing the Fulbright program um it was hard but if it had been cut short if it had been cut short through no fault of my own Mm -hmm. I would have been really really upset because it's like this thing that you work hard for and then you're actually doing it and you're kind of moving forward with it and then it just kind of like is all gone and like the I know at least speaking for Moldova where I did my um 
Peace Corps, not Peace Corps grant, but my Fulbright grant, yeah. um, those volunteers who were on the way out are not going to be returning to the country. Yeah, but no. potentially, depending on how the coronavirus spreads or what happens with it, the ones who are going to be there for, like, the, the ones for whom it was their first year mm-hmm. might potentially return. Yes. So it's, that makes it so much harder because you're going to have less people in country yeah. to kind of meet with and pull on and kind of uh, become close with. And um, I will say that, you know, no international exchange program is perfect, to no. be honest. No. But Absolutely I think not. that the camaraderie that is built up over time with Peace Corps volunteers... It runs deep. Yeah. I'm so close to some of my people in, in my region that I became mm-hmm. really great friends with who I still visit and yeah. talk to. Mm-hmm. Like, those are my people now. Yeah, because yeah. you go through the same things together yeah, and, and you sure. learn as a group. And and so I really, my heart really goes out to those um, volunteers mm-hmm. who really wanted to make a difference and who really wanted to kind of get some of that international experience and kind of... Um, impact other places and, and, and learn new things um, for those people who are now unable to do that because of the virus. But I mean, it's really about safety. Yes. And I think, I honestly think it was the, the right call. I think it was the right call because you can't have people in danger. No. You can't. Especially when you have some volunteers who are just super duper isolated. Mm-hmm. And the situation just got to be so bad at a point where they were trapped at sight and couldn't move and leave mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. if they weren't able to get medical like it's just so many there's variables. so many elements and you can't know Oof, you can't know you can't. and so, so you have to make that call yeah and they did and you know and even since then and actually after this I'll probably go back but I've been checking in with some of the people who I know who are currently over there in in, um, in the site that I was at mm-hmm. um, in the post that I was at for Peace Corps uh, one person who is the Volunteer came out to me in my site. I've been communicating with her, mm-hmm. checking with her. There was another one who I met as she was graduating from FSU um, last semester. So she literally just got there a month who ago. Who was going to some? Yeah, oh, she okay. just got there a month ago, and so wow. So that's 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 what is that? Four weeks of yeah. a two year? Because like yeah. in your mind, like you you say to yourself, okay, this is gonna be two years, yep. two years, two years, and then you go, and then it's and then it's not that, nope. and it's hard. I at least for me. Like, when I decide to do something for a certain amount of time, I, like, at least you can kind of count down or, like, yes. be emotionally ready. But this was, like, nothing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, she was just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Should I wait? Should I not? Like, it could be a couple months. It could be longer. Damn. And so, so, yeah. So, it's just, I think, going to be really difficult. Uh, I'm, I'm really trying to make sure that I'm reaching out to some of those folks, though. Yeah. Just checking in and how, see how they're doing, mm-hmm. uh, what headspace they're in, mm-hmm. being a signing board for them because, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, like, we're all family now at this point. Exactly. And, like, um, when you come back, you have to, like, transition back into being in America. In America, which is a lot. With all the big cars and Ooh, huge it's roads. A, it's and very like, overwhelming. Honestly, options, all the cereal options in the grocery stores. There's too many cereal <laughs> too options. Too many cereal options. You can't um, buy just one egg, you have to yeah. buy. Yes. You have to buy six or yeah. whatever it is, yeah. and it's, like, it's stressful sometimes. It is. Yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, I'm just trying to keep those people close, love on them a little bit, mm-hmm. check in on them. Yeah. Because uh, it's not going to be easy. And, I, and I, I've been saying that from the beginning of this, like, there's going to be a lot of pain that comes from this. Mm-hmm. That is really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to be responsible partners in, like, the society that we're claiming to care about, we have to do it, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, and then, because we have to do it, we then need to make sure that as we're doing it, mm-hmm. we're 
still kind of giving that support to other people who through this process are going to just go through a lot Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what I try to kind of focus on with them Um, like I said after we get off tonight I'm probably going to check in on a couple other people I can talk to to see how they're doing luckily they were already in the third year and wrapping up okay yeah third years that's the other thing too is like the the people that have just gotten used to it like this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life now like that's it's tough it's tough it's tough all around Um, but I think that that to me was a really big deal and a really big signal that this thing that's happening right now it ain't no joke. It's really not. So make sure that you maintain your social distance unless you're recording a podcast, in which case... And even now, we're like on the steps yeah, and sides of the, of the sofa. We're separated. <laughs> and I think we should end on like a positive note. Of course. I'm proposing a segment called okay. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. L-O-R-D-E. Okay. Wait. For Audre Lorde. Audre Lorde? Yeah, for Audre Lorde. <laughs> I was about to say, girl, I was going to be honest, I was like, thank the Lord, I don't know her. (laughs) She, no, she's our gay icon. Yes. And so, it doesn't have to be gay related, but like, just something that you're thankful for, or something that you, so like, like, did a good thing happen to you this week? Yeah. So like, what was it? Uh... My, my days off. <laughs> so like I said at the beginning, right, like I took a couple of days off from work. Mm-hmm. It was so needed. I was really, I think, getting to, to my limit yeah. work-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, the past two pay periods, I worked, ne- I worked nearly 100 hours each pay period. That is not healthy. Yeah. yeah. So I was just feeling really burnt out, really exhausted. Like my, my brain was literally on like overload mm-hmm. from the mental capacity that I was expelling yeah. to do the work. Yeah. Um, and so to find it, and then on top of all of that, to then have all these things come up around COVID-19 and yeah. the constant kind of evolving of the situation and going yeah. from working in the office partially mm-hmm. to then fully remote, it's, it's just been a lot. And so, yeah. and even the days off, I like last week, I didn't even know I was gonna get the days off because they're like, mm-hmm. with the situation, we might need you. Yeah. And then, luckily, at the beginning of this week, they're like, okay, we've, we're covered. Like, you you know, you can wow. have like, two days off. And I was like, thank goodness. Because yeah. I just, I, if I hadn't had these two days off, I don't know where I would be right now. We <laughs> might not be here on this couch. Might not be here on this couch, y'all. For real. So, just really having that time for myself. Good. Uh, like you said, living my best life. I made Good. a nice, lovely lunch. I loved brunch. it. I, lo- I was like, I, I'm trying to come over. Listen, we'll, we'll do that another time. We we'll will. do a brunch recording sometime we'll in the future. Uh, but yeah, so just having that time to myself, mm-hmm. to just focus on me, to step back, to un- unplug from everything, mm-hmm. uh, was just really great and really needed to come back and feel like okay, I, I, I can still be in this, right? Yeah. Um, not like, I don't think I can do this right mm-hmm. now, right? Like, just, mm-hmm. uh, So I'm just really thankful for that to just be in my own little queer heart space right Yay. now. Have brunch by myself, you know, uh, gay church. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was, that's definitely something that I thank the Lord for that's this good. week. Yeah. I would like to thank the Lord for... Um, Getting the keys to our townhouse on Monday. Yes. We are moving on up here in North Florida. Praise. And we're excited. I actually have to go meet uh, my wife after this recording at the yeah. townhouse. 
um, so that we can do some more cleaning. She's a trooper and has been so lovely and wonderful. And yeah. I love you so much, Malia. Oh, um, hi, Malia. Hopefully that doesn't get cut out, but if it does, listen, that's how it is. <laughs> um, we won't cut that. But yeah, so um, I'm really excited to kind of move on um, from the place we've been living at, which has been like five years now we've been there. Yeah, so wow. we're ready to we're ready. We're ready for more. Yeah. And um, hopefully I can make it look as cute as your living room. Again, I did not do this. <laughs> I am in love. We'll get my roommate to, to come do some interior decorating help with you. Um, also, last random thing I want to ask. Um, what do you think Beyonce is doing right now? Oh. It is 8.30. 8.30. On a Friday night. On a Friday night. In Honestly, the time of COVID. Like, what is yes, she yes, doing? Yes. I think she's definitely home. Okay. Um, I think that she's either one, working out. Ooh, on or, a Friday night? Absolutely. Okay. A- absolutely. Either okay. working out or, like, practicing that, some practicing, some dance moves, mm-hmm. you know, whatever she's it like, is. She's, like, she's, she's formulating her next big. Yes, yes. Okay. So, things like either that or she's, like, okay, it's, like, Friday night. I'm just going to chill with... The twins. It Ooh, blue, okay, or, yeah. Like, you know. like, is it? Is it? Is it? Is like? Do you think that they do like family game night? Like, I don't. I don't I know about family game night. I can't nights. imagine Beyonce playing a board game. I, I can't actually either. can't see it. No, but I can see her like in their movie theater. They're you know, in their home watching, theater, watching watching like some movie that hasn't come out yet, like Mulan. <laughs> because she doesn't go to the movies. No, um, she does go to Target though, because I've seen pictures of her. Well, I know Tina does, Mama Tina. So does Beyonce. Loves... I've seen oh, pictures of wow. Beyonce at Target. Um, Target. Okay. I don't think she's at Target though. I actually think that she's probably at home. If she's been quarantining, she probably has. Although I feel like Beyonce self quarantines even when there's no COVID. I do too. Nobody be seeing you out like that. No, I would she's love like, no, no, no. to. Um, I think that Beyonce is at home. Um, she's got on her snuggie. I, th- I, I, I believe that <laughs> she owns a snuggie. Yes, 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 yes. Um, it's like a very fancy, like luxury oh, one. Oh, for like, sure. Like, like, snoo- s- like snoogie, you know? It's not snoogie. a snuggie. It's like, it's like a snoogie. Like a edition cotton. It's like, it's like a very, it's, <laughs> it is plush. It is yes. everything that she needs. Yes. And she's like probably watching like her favorite YouTuber. Hmm. I think that she probably, because okay. I know that she watches YouTube. Like I, okay. so I'm like, she's, and maybe she's Snapchatting too. Ooh, yeah. Like whatever it is that she may or may not be doing, just like yeah. being silly. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, the next 7-Eleven moment, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's what I think. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, and on that note, to our lovely listeners, um, thank you for spending time with us and sharing our space, and. Um, we can't wait to unfold chairs with you the next time. Yeah. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you, listeners. Bye, everybody. Bye.